Hello and welcome to the Renal Health Rhythms Podcast. This is your host, Frank Thompson. On this podcast, we explore and get into the power of rhythm as a tool for change within the concepts of healthy relationships, community, and career. On this podcast, you'll discover experienced health rhythms facilitators. You'll hear their story via a long-form, free-flowing conversational interview. And as we get into the interview, we uncover and discover their relationships, and we learn how they've integrated health rhythms uniquely into their life's work, and how health rhythms has benefited them as a person, in their community, and in their world. So come on in and learn about the world of the health rhythms facilitator. Welcome to our Health Rhythms Podcast, and thank you for being willing to, to share with us and to talk about your journey with, with Health Rhythms. And, and Lori, this is just going to be an open-ended conversation about how you got into Health Rhythms, what it means to you, how you do it as a business, so that we can share your story with others um, that are getting involved with Health Rhythms. And we're kind of building a library of interesting people doing wonderful things with Health Rhythms. So thank you for that. Great. Well, you are welcome. Happy well, to do this. Hey, you know, I'll start at the beginning. How long have you been involved with Health Rhythms, and and how did you get involved? Well, I was trained in uh, 2011. I was January or February, so that was six years ago. And I came to Health Rhythms. Um, I had recently retired from a career in public education and public health, and I told myself I wanted to do the good work from the outside. And I've played music my whole life, a variety of instruments, and I discovered the drum about 10 years ago. And uh, so I was doing a little bit of drumming. I'd been to some drum circles at like women's wellness events and things like that. Like that and then I saw you know I don't even remember how the health rhythms training came to me but came across my email or Facebook and I just it was like the light went on I just said I must do this it just sounded like the perfect integration of all the things I've been interested in through my life music education health and fun and bringing people joy. And uh, so I signed up for this training and my eldest daughter came with me as well. So we both did the health rhythms training in 2011. So a little bit of a Yeah, yeah. I can tell you a little more. Both my daughters have joined me along the way, um, not as full-time, but have um, enjoyed joining the, the circles with me. And just prior to that, I had, um, I'm also facilitate conscious dance, which in the movement arena is sort of similar to health rhythms. Um, it's a, a modality of dance from the inside out, tapping into our inner rhythms and bringing them out in dance. So I had established my business rhythm you, the letter U, um, uh-huh. just prior to discovering health rhythm. So I was already doing some movement work in the community and then did okay. this training and it changed everything. Wow. 
so you so you retire. You see this thing for health rhythms that hits you like a bolt of lightning, and you're like, I know yes. this for me. And even though you had you know you kind of moved into some movement stuff, you and your daughters go to a training. Yes. How did that training impact you? Well, it was, um, well, meeting Dr. Bittman and Christine, they were my trainers. And um, having had a background in public health, I was just so impressed with the research and the protocol itself. You know, I was familiar with Arthur Hull and community drumming and love that that work okay. as well. But this just so resonated with me, the science of it, the research behind it, the intention, and then the beauty of the unfolding of the protocol for us as participants, mm-hmm. and then the tools that we were given from our manual and the marketing kit, and everything we were given was just amazing, an amazing gift that I felt like when I left, this is something I can do. This is, it just came alive for me. Are you struggling with stress? The Journal of Occupational and Environmental Medicine indicates that healthcare expenditures are nearly 50% greater for workers who report high levels of stress. But did you know that there's something super fun that you can do to manage stress? Health Rhythms is an evidence-based program that uses the drum as a tool for communication and personal expression. Research shows that it strengthens the immune system, reduces stress and burnout rates, and improves mood states. And it even improves creativity and bonding. If this sounds like something that you would enjoy, and it doesn't require any prior musical experience, visit remo.com forward slash health and find the next health rhythms training near you. So you, so you, the bolt of lightning hits, you go there, you do the training and say, yep, it's everything I thought it would be, and there's great supporting materials. You know, when you came back from training, and now, and it's you and two daughters were at training, right? Well, just one daughter was at the training. Oh, my, okay. my other joined me as my sort of apprentice along the way. All right. Well, how did you get started when you come when you came back? Did you have a natural uh, population that you went after, or did you or did you have to strategize about it? Who, I'm kind of listening for you know who did you serve and and who are you serving now and how that kind of happened. Right, right. Well, um, as I mentioned just prior to this, mm-hmm. I established my business, and actually I was a project for the University of Nevada Reno's MBA marketing class. Their professor chose me among a couple of other businesses for the students to develop business plans for. So they actually did, they presented me with sort of market research on what I was unfolding at, which, you know, I didn't even know what was exactly unfolding. Um, So I had already looked at the populations I wanted to serve, you know, having been in public education too. I was interested in school age. I was interested in elders, uh, interested in mental health. But this little, there was a little voice saying, well, you're not a therapist. And the beauty of health rhythms is Uh we are offering this gift 
um, with an incredible set of tools. And um, so I sort of went for the same population that I had already been looking at. And quick funny story, um, my one of my best friends is the executive director of a senior living here. And um, we go to Burning Man together. And she said, Lori, this just sounds amazing, this training you've done. Come here and do it. And this was like fresh out of my training. And I had a, just a handful of drums, my djembe that I started with, and a few hand drums. And I went to her property and did my very first health rhythms drum circle. And the response was just, the group just lit up. It was so enlivening, invigorating, joyful. And um, so that was sort of the launch. And then she she was connected with other properties, you know, in her group. And so I met with um, what they call the LEDs, the um, Life Enrichment Directors, and did a health rhythms demonstration for them and then sort of got into this network of working with senior living, assisted living, and memory care. And wow, that was a leap into um, a whole nother population. But so that was sort of my first route was through senior living and elder care with great response. Oh, that's super. So it, it really helped having a connection there, but they introduced you and then and then you kind of, it took off on its own with yes. after people found out how, how great it was. Yes. And a friend of mine said I'm the the queen of social capital. Um, Because I had lived just across the border in California, I had a lot of contacts through um, nonprofits and um, different community organizations. And when some of my former colleagues heard I was doing this drumming, they were like, wow, well, could you do a drum circle for our organization's retreat? Oh, would you do something for our yearly gathering? Oh, we'd love to have you come and work with our special needs children. I mean, it just went, kind of went, you know, viral, so to speak, but in the real world. And um, so, yeah, just began establishing connections through through offering health rhythms. Um, you know, I had never heard that term, the queen of social capital. You know, that's a, <laughs> that's a great that's a great phrase. Because, and one of the reasons why we're doing this podcast too, you know, you know, Lori, is as people hear different people's journeys, right? You came from public education. You had a background in that. But you went to your own natural community, um, people that you knew, and you said, hey, I do this. Am I, am I, and then you found some opportunities. You know? Yes. Because um, I try to – we're hoping to let facilitators know that there's so many different journeys to health rhythms, right? You know, you don't Absolutely. have to be a, a trained physician. You don't have to be, a, you know, a certified counselor. But if you take the health rhythms training and be the best you that you can be as a, as a as a facilitator, then you can create opportunities for yourself as a business. You know, and and now you mentioned your business piece. You specifically had that op- had that desire to build a business around it. Yes. Well, yeah, I had started the business, um, you know, as I said before, I even did health rhythms, but calling it Rhythm You was kind of a play on words like you, the person, and you like university. And I had this um, image that, yes, I would bring other modalities in besides the movement. 
So mm-hmm. health rhythms was the next piece I brought in and now has okay. been absolutely the cornerstone of the business. Um, I still do the conscious dance, but health rhythms is really my business and my client base and really my purpose and passion. And from working with elders, um, I made a connection with mental health and I was actually able to get a contract with the state of Nevada mental health, which is huge to offer health rhythms at their peer resource center here in Reno. And that's, you know, I do that twice a month and offer health rhythms there. And um, that has been just huge. And you know, um, a lot of people yeah. would be intimidated if they hear, wow, I got a contract with the state of Nevada. Um, was it intimidating? I mean, did you have the background to do that? Or do you, or do you feel it's something that, that anyone can do if they apply themselves? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because they didn't ask for my resume. You know, they didn't know I had 20 years in public education and a master's degree in health services administration and the things that I used to do. They witnessed health rhythms and saw what happened. And again, it was kind of through social capital. I knew the program director at the drop-in center, well, the peer resource center. And she said, oh, will you come, will you come do a health rhythm circle? I offered one complimentary, went over there and it took me, all right, so here's the thing. It did, it took me a year to actually get a contract, but they hired me to come in, um, and offer these sessions before I actually had the contract. So in other words, you know, I didn't go through an interview. They didn't want to see credentials. They saw what happened in the circle and that people kept coming back. You know, we kept numbers on how many people came and who came in and what they had participated in before and, you know, kept a kind of informal record. But, yeah, it's anyone could do that. And in fact, um, a young woman who I'd been dancing with just got trained in health rhythms. And she has like no background in this and she's coming with me now and she's beginning to start this on her own, working with populations that she might have never, you know, connected with before. So I think, yes, it, it, the magic unfolds when people witness what happens in a health rhythms drum circle. Yeah, so what, I mean, what you're saying in so many words is that, look, yeah, I've got, I'm credentialed and, ha- and have degrees and certifications, but to get this contract with the state, people just watched me doing health rhythms, created opportunity for it, and then that, that evolved into a contract, but not because they knew your credentials, but because they knew your work. Exactly. Okay. And I think it's so healthy for people to hear that because one of the things that I I hope people get from these podcasts is that all of us come from different walks of life and different backgrounds and training. Some have more credentials, some have formal training, you know, education, some don't. But if you take health rhythms, and and health rhythms is not a, it's not a certification, it's a training. Right. And if you take that training and the best of your ability and work with different populations and build a community, you can create a business around this too. And that's what makes it successful. Yes, yes. And, um, you know, the image that comes to mind is mm-hmm. um, in the training I did, and I think yeah. it's still in the manual, the the little guy who has the, the flashlight and the, the <laughs> right. baton. And right, right. 
the important thing is really, and I was making a few notes before this call, is is for ourselves as facilitator to develop the confidence and the courage to be who we are using this protocol. I mean, it's really about the person you know, delivering this amazing protocol. But we've got to sort of get out of our own way, you know, our own fears and really be able to step into that role as facilitator that we are, you know, allowing. Christine's been using the word magic a lot, um, allowing the magic to unfold. And when people see that, it's like they're just like, yes, you know, yes, sign sign you up. And... um, yeah, that's what I found with a lot of the assisted living places, especially is, you know, to see the group light up. The staff is then like, when will you come back? Oh, let, you know, what do you want to, how can we make this happen every month? And um, so, find, you know, kind of being who you are with these tools is so important. So I just encourage people to really, um, you know, let, let themselves loose with this amazing, amazing offering. If there was, um, did you did you have any fears or anxieties or anything make you nervous before you got started, or did you just have that confidence all the time? What what made you, anything that was like a little trepidation, like ooh, I'm not sure? Did you have any of those thoughts? And if oh you did, yeah. How would you counsel others that would have similar? What were they, and how would you counsel others who had similar thoughts? Yeah. Um, well, for me, honestly, in the elder community, I'm I'm becoming an elder myself. So I could, you know, I could kind of relate in, in that way. Um, but going into some of these assisted living properties and seeing the people in the circle and some of them looking at me like, what the heck are we going to be doing? Um, thinking this is way out of their comfort zone. You know, how am I going to really help them feel comfortable with, you know, these djembes and tubanos, these big drums sitting around. And um, that was a little bit intimidating because you think I don't want to, you know, I don't want to turn them off. I want to engage them. And so that's where the protocol is so beautiful. Once we all tap into our heartbeat, you know, we are community, you know, our heartbeat, one heartbeat. And that just, for me, set the stage and allowed me to follow my natural rhythm and for them to really become engaged. Um, Memory care was also um, intimidating. And really, what, what made that intimidating? Um, because um, often, just a story, you know, coming into some of the memory care places, people are very, can be very distressed, kind of perseverating, you know, when am I going home? I mean, you can just kind of hear this vibe going on of um, some distress. And bringing them into the circle and engaging them, um, again, like are they, you know, they don't remember from time to time that I have come. And now they are able to just settle into the beat and they just calm down, relax, smile, and play. 
Um, but again, it was a life of kind of the little voice. Am I going to be able to engage them? And yes, yes. So I think the first few times it's going to be, you know, challenging. And it's about, in some of my other work, relationship, 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 you know, tapping into yeah. that heartbeat. I always right. look every person in the eye and maybe take their hand or lightly touch them if that, they're comfortable with that. But that's the, it's the connection and um, being able to offer that connection and then engage in the rhythm. So really, so when you first started, you know, there was some nervousness, you know, and especially mm-hmm. going that, into that market. But you stepped up, went in, and and learned it, did it, and grew from it, yes? Yes, absolutely. Were there, how did you manage the equipment piece? How did you figure that out? You know, did you start off with ah. djembes and, and shakers and bells, or how did you how did you sort through that? Well, it's funny, because a lot of times the elders, they're so amazed with the array <laughs> that I have now, and they're like, wow, where did you get all these drums? I literally started with one djembe that I bought like 10 years ago because it was beautiful. I had no okay. idea how to play it, um, you know, so started playing a little bit. And then um, from Health Rhythms, after the mm-hmm. training, I bought the kit that has like the six hand drums and some wood blocks and, you know, bought a few things from West Music. So at least I okay. had eggs and some percussion. And then literally the drums came to me. And that's when I knew I was doing the right thing. Um, A friend of mine had been, or a guy I knew, had been trained in health rhythms, and he said, I'm not doing it anymore. And he sold me like six drums in cases for an amazing price. Other people would just arrive literally at my doorstep saying, I know what you're doing. It sounds amazing. I've had a drum sitting in my living room here and gave me drums. So I have this so when very... You say they came to you, they came to you. They literally, I mean, literally people coming to my door, meeting me in a parking lot, giving me drums. So I have a very eclectic array mm-hmm. of percussion um, that was many personally. A friend of mine drove up recently, brought me a drum. Uh, her father had passed away and it had been in his storage and she brought it to me, this beautiful drum from Thailand. And when I bring it to the circle, you know, people are like, wow, that's a really amazing drum. And I get to tell them the story of the drums. Um, One of the elders I worked with had bought a drum at my encouragement. And when she died, her family gave me her drum. So Chris's drum is always in the circle. I mean, it's been an amazing story and unfolding of of how the drums literally came to me and arrived. And I would say that's going to happen if people are doing the right thing. Yeah. That's an amazing story. So, so you go to training. You're well. For, again, the bolt of lightning first. I don't know what this health rhythm <laughs> is. I'm going to go figure it out and go to this training. Mm-hmm. You go with your daughter, mm-hmm. and after recently opening a, a movement business, you say, "Hey, let me incorporate this element of health rhythms." You, uh, after you come back from the training that you received with Barry and, and Christine, and learn about the business kit, um, you also learn that West Music, you know, has the. Uh, the instruments that you need, and you ordered that to get started, and then you begin doing this work, and all of a sudden, mm-hmm. 
this stuff flows into you. Additional drums uh, from Remo and around the world and people saying and supporting your work. And it leads to opportunity after opportunity. But I, I'm wondering, if you went in, did you think you'd be doing the communities that you're supporting now? Did you, did, or is it just like evolved to it and it's like, great, I'm here? Yeah, it has evolved totally. I mean, I thought I would begin, honestly, by inviting my friends over, you know, and let's do a little drum circle in my living room for me to kind yeah. of get my feet wet. And, yes, we did that, too. But um, having a, having an entree into one business, this one assisted living, it just all unfolded. Mental health, I didn't think I'd really be able to bust into, you know, formal okay. mental health um uh, setting and yes, I was able to do that. I say I drum with folks from two to 102. Um, I did a regular monthly drumming at a childcare center in Truckee with two to five year olds, and that was amazing. And that was a whole different experience. And um, working with a center in California that does cancer recovery, and I'm offering drum circles for them. So, again, it kind of came through people I know who work in different settings and are like, ooh, let's check this out. And then they're like, yes, can you come back? And then someone who went to that says, oh, can you come here? I mean, it's just it's like a it's sort of contagious. It's contagious in a beautiful way. Hi, this is Teresa Evans here with West Music, and we love hearing about the Remo Health Rhythms facilitators. We love it so much, we want to help you with your facilitation needs by offering you a 5% discount on the awesome Remo Buffalo Drum with Comfort Sound Technology. All you have to do is type in the number 205-026-205-027 or 205028 on our website. In your cart, apply the promo code B for Buffalo, D for Drum, CST for Comfort Sound Technology. That's BDCST in your cart to get your 5% discount on any 14, 16, or 22-inch Comfort Sound Technology Buffalo Drum. Have an awesome day. If there now talk about musicianship. Now, even though you come with you know formal training and highly familiar with music, do you have to be a musician to do this, or do you rely on that training? No, I don't. And I remember Christine in my training being very clear: if you are a musician, let that go. Let that reading music go. Let that you know sort of precision. That if we're trained, you know, musicians, I had just mostly played piano, um, and and let it go. And it's all about the rhythm. And then that is the mantra. It's all about the rhythm. And so many people who have been told in their life. They, right. they can't sing. They can't play music. You know, can't, can't, can't. This is a way to express um, without any of those restrictions of the musical training. And I love that. For me, you know, I was never able to sort of improv. And now it is just about really feeling the music and the rhythm and to model that for yeah. folks. Yeah. How do you how do you help manage that with people who are coming in the first time and haven't experienced drumming? How's your strength as a facilitator grown to allow you to do that? 
you know, drumming, what is that? Uh, how, do you, how, do you, how do you handle those things? Yes. Well, like I said, the way I set up my circle is I put the drums either behind the chairs or in the center. Um, okay. So when we sit down, there is never a drum right in front of a person right off the bat. <laughs> and so we begin um, always with the wellness exercise, talking mm-hmm. about rhythm and heartbeat. And the drumming, you know, I always share the drumming is really secondary in that the drumming is one tool to express rhythm. And, you know, we have shakers and tambourines and we do body beats and clap and snap. And so some of the elders will be like, mm, no, they don't want a drum in front of them. And that's totally fine because they can share rhythm in whatever way calls to them. So it's it's really, you know, not about the drumming. In fact, often I don't even say drumming till later on, you know, it's health rhythms and it's all about the rhythms coming from the inside out. And they can all relate to that and the elders especially, you know, I used to sing for the USO and I used to dance and it for them it taps into something from their core of who they are that they might not have expressed for, you know, forty years. Um so it's really beautiful to see that. What have you learned about yourself, if I can ask, as a facilitator and as a person as from when you started versus to where you are now? That's a big question. There's a question. Um, Mm -hmm. I have learned so much about myself um, Mm -hmm. because I came from, you know, public education education as an administrator my last career. So it was very sort of in the box, so to speak, you know. Um, And like I said, when I retired and said I want to do the good work from the inside out, it was really I want to bring a way of health and well-being to people. And um, so for me, it was, I think why I'm partly so passionate about it is it has been transformational for me to really allow myself to bust out in rhythm, get out of my own way, um, allow myself to be creative and expressive in a way that I never really knew was possible has just brought me so much joy. Um, my youngest daughter the other night, I was telling her what I was doing, and I did a drum circle here, and we're doing this, and she's like, "Mom, you know, you are like amazing. You're you're like my role model." She's 26, and I was like, "That just was huge to me that she could appreciate and see the energy that this work brings to me, that then I'm able to share in the world." So. Every drum circle is a process of self-discovery for me. And the elders often, this last one I did last week, they said, you seem to just love this. And I said, I do. You know, I love what I do and I do what I love. And that is such a gift at this time of my life. I had no idea this is what, you know, I would be doing at this stage of my life. And it's it's just beautiful and informative for me, for my own health and well-being. Those are those are beautiful words to love what do what you love and love what you're doing and to know that it's been transformative to you and you had no idea this was going to happen going in right you just were interested in this health thing yeah I had no idea how deep and wide um, mm. this whole experience would be.
Yeah. What would you say to someone who's contemplating, I, I, I think I'd like to do the health rhythms, but I don't really know. What would you do? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do it. <laughs> um, I would say, you know, we uh, in the dance community, we would say investment in self. The investment in self is so worth it. If people are like, it's far away and, you know, I don't know, it's kind of expensive. Well, I don't think it is. I mean, the investment in self is so worth it. Whether you ever even move forward with health rhythms um, for your own creativity, expression, I mean, so much to learn um, that could morph into many things. You know, if drums don't come to you, um, it's still a beautiful core way of being in the world and working with others and um, understanding the power of music and rhythm for health and well-being. You know, it's like a spark for who knows what it could turn into. So I would just say absolutely take the time for yourself to do this. And the support network, like what you're doing with this podcast, what Christine's doing with the mentoring, I mean, the support and the conversation around this is just so, you know, just really shores shores up what we're doing and it does increase our confidence and courage in what we're doing. Well, Lori, I certainly thank you for sharing your story and giving us an opportunity on this podcast for people to hear how someone working through the retirement process without a traditional background in drumming and a pretty much in-the-box in the background as a professional gets inspired to go to a health rhythms training, becomes even more elevated at the training because of the quality of the program, the presentation, and the protocol. Then you come back and say, you know what, I started a little business here doing something, but I'm going to add this to it, and now it's become your main stay. And because you opened that up, you then created an opportunity for people to say, you're doing that, and you got invited to come participate. And then being a quality facilitator, that led to so many opportunities from assisted living to healthcare to wellness, and those, and those doors continue to to open. Am I am I capturing that about right? <laughs> that was beautiful, Frank. Beautiful reflection. Ah. Yes, thank you. Nice. That's a, it's exciting, right? Oh. When you, it when is you look so back exciting. on how much you've accomplished, yeah. Thank you. It is. And this has, it's funny, right before the call, I was kind of pulling some things out, some old notes in my bio, and I was going, wow, what an amazing journey this has been. And I am so grateful. And I look forward to every day. Um, I'm doing a drum circle this week for our big art town that we do here in Reno. And we're going to do a drum circle out in a plaza downtown for this art walk. And, um, and you just never know, you know, from those kinds of experiences, who's going to get turned on to this and who's going to say, wow, I want to buy a drum oh, I never thought I could do this. I mean, it it really unleashes such potential in the people who participate. It's it's just exciting and amazing. Lori, I thank you so much for sharing uh, your story with us and look forward to sharing it with others on the uh, Health Rhythms podcast. Thank you so much. Great. Thank you, Frank, for um, being able to participate in this. I really appreciate it. 